This podcast is Entel Enhanced. To see pictures, articles and links of what's being discussed, download the Entel app. Hello, welcome to the Big Scuba Show. Uh, hi, I'm Luke Evans. I'm Penny Evans. I'm around the Big Scuba Podcast. And we're here to talk to you about all things diving. So here we are, once again. Yes, we're So, uh, we are, hello everyone, let's start with hello. Hello, good <laughs> afternoon. Uh, so, we are at Stony Cove. And uh, just done, th- we've done three, three dives, dives today. Three dives today, yeah. So three good dives. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got your paddy advanced, uh, advanced open water coming up. In about a month's time, yeah. Yeah. And uh, we thought it would be a good idea to come up and do some work on. Yeah, familiar, familiarise myself with Stony Cove again. Yeah, and mm. I've got to work on my buoyancy. <laughs> 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 don't think you have. <laughs> so, but no, it was good. We did went down to seventeen meters, so got some yeah. saw a couple of new things underwater. Visibility was good on the first dive. It was yeah, and uh, it's a bit stirred up on the second dive. It was it? yeah. So. But uh, if you're diving here tomorrow or coming up here tomorrow, you're going to enjoy it. The visibility is really good, and temperature is about fifteen. Yeah, yeah. Didn't feel cold at all. No. Uh, just a little bit when I got out. So yeah. yeah. Uh, some of the Crystal Seas guys, they are doing the Hydrobox tomorrow. They've got deep spec with yep. Chris and George tomorrow. Yeah, it's Crystal Seas we're here, Scuba Libra we're here. Yeah. So, yeah, good to see familiar faces. There is, yeah. So, uh, it's been quite a busy day, actually. Yeah, yeah, we've certainly filled it. So, great weather. Yeah, so first dive went to the Wessex. Yes, yeah. So Swim around that. Second dive, we did the same, but that was so stirred up. We missed it. <laughs> a bit of a fault. We didn't we'd see it till we come back, did we? No, so you saw the good old Nautilus as usual and yeah. the cockpit. Yeah. So, yeah. And uh, third dive was you worked with your compass. Yeah, model, wasn't it? did a bit of compass bearing work, so and that went okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you done alright with that. Saw some big pike. Saw some, yeah, saw some, uh, some lovely pike. Yeah. And they just eye you up, don't they? Yeah, just they're kind of, kind of cool characters. They, they kind of look at you and they're, they're watching you the whole time. Yeah, that was fun to see that today. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. I think there's two or three in here. Yeah. yeah they don't so. really seem deep. They all seem to be lurking where the reeds Lurking's are. a good word. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've, seen it, I've seen one of them in, inside the cockpit. Yeah, and when we looked in the cockpit, there were loads of fish. Yeah. Yeah, so certainly full of life here. So yeah. really good. Let's give a shout out to Matt River today because poor old Matt was meant to be here today and uh, he's got a stinking cold. Hello, Tash. So, uh, <laughs> Tash, where were you? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yes, uh, it's been a really good day. It's been really nice. The weather's been on side as well. Yeah. I want to say thank you to George as well. He yeah. got me out of a little bit of a fix with my BCD, didn't he? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so, that's playing up. Yeah. So, big thank you to George. He sorted that out. Um, we'd better say thank you to our lovely patrons. Yes, great. And, and uh, say thank you to uh, our usual friends and partners who help us out on these things. Yeah, and we've had our dry seats on today, so fourth element Hydra, and you've had your A3 on. Yes, I, was, I was thinking about uh, semi-dry, but I kind of been... Did you wimp out? No, I, I was <laughs> nice and cosy in my dry suit, and I thought, 
really want to get out my nose. No, it's pointless getting wet at the end of the day. This is the last time, so uh, yeah, so I thought I'd uh, stay in dry suit. There's some people here in wet suits. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've spoken to a couple of people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Simon's wife was uh, in a wet suit. Yeah, she was. Yeah, and she said it was lovely and warm. Yeah, so not too bad. So if you still want to dive here in the in the wetsuits, still still, still possible. Doing. Yeah, definitely. So and the water was yeah, kind of a nice temperature. It wasn't. I think you're always warmer on the first dive, and then you just felt a little bit colder getting yeah. in. But it's the end of the day, so it's temperatures. I was using the parents uh, doing some recording mm -hmm. today, and um, I was how did you get on? All right, I was trying to get it out of my pocket. <laughs> it's been attached inside but I've been using this pistol grip anyone try that let me know see what you think um, and it works actually quite well I'm getting used to it hmm. yeah you took some photos you use the and trigger to on and off when you want it if you want it to come on you hold it and actually it's been quite good so when I was recording the bike you can just have it on and video where you want it yeah it'd be great to see the footage yeah um, I have had it on my mask, but I've actually found like this is better actually. Yeah, so more focused. I can do. So see, we'll see what that's like later on. Yeah. So yeah. So all in all, a good day. It's been a diving. nice dive. A few, a few dives actually, isn't it? Yeah. It's been nice seeing some people as well. Okay. Catch up with some people who we haven't seen for a while. Yeah. But anyway, coming up on the next episode, here's a hint. And no, it's not Mark, because Mark has been on before. He's been on before, but his son has come on. Yes. So Mark's son is called uh, Luke, and he came on with his mum, Penny. Yep. So we don't... They come on. Okay. Uh, mother and son um, featured on the show, and uh, it was really good ch chatting to them. So yeah. I hope you enjoyed the listen. Yeah, that's really good. And uh, he talks really well. Does. Consum yeah. You know, he's 14, uh, and... The, he really enjoys his diving. He? Yeah, yeah, and he's obviously going to take it a lot further as well. So it'll be a great one to watch. Yeah. So look out for that. That's coming out on Monday. Monday. Yep. Yeah, midday. Yeah. So uh, look out for that. Don't forget the liverboard. Uh, that's up for, um, for being booked as well. Yeah. The for the big, Red Sea. Big scuba blue O2 what trip. What are you when you get in that clear water? It's going to be a big shock, I think. <laughs> it's just like. <laughs> a revelation. I'm used to all this murkiness here. Well, this is it. You know, you've got all that too. So uh, uh, come join us. That'd be great to have some people come join us and uh, go for a dive. Yeah. So, <coughs> details are on our social media, or you can give Blue O2 a ring and quote Big Scuba, and they can get you booked on the Northern Rex and Reefs itinerary for October the 14th yeah. next year. Next year. So, uh, look out for that. Not necessarily a year, isn't it? So, what will be the 16th? So it's Nearly a year's time, wow. yeah. We can do a countdown. Yeah, so look out for that. Yeah, so looking forward to that. And yeah, that's coming up. What have we got on the next episode? Well, after. After episode 95. <laughs> Shearwater. Shearwater, yes. <laughs> right, guys, we're So um, our friend uh, Simon Morris, he's uh, now got a job working for. Uh, Shearwater sounds like really interesting. Yeah, uh, he's going to be um, talking to us about that. Yeah, and what he's going to be doing. And he's also we we spoke to, Sh to Simon Morris about a year ago, didn't we? Yeah, about his sculpting. Yeah, so uh, we're going to be merging it with that 
uh, conversation. Some snippets from plus that. With what his update is on what he's going to be doing with Shearwater. And Gabrielle, please. Gabrielle Pineda, yep. So we spoke to him again uh, for a whole episode yep. a little while back. So he's. This will be a bit much of an update, isn't it? Yeah, it's an update uh, from Gabrielle about Simon, and he was speaking to us from Bonaire. Yeah, Bonaire so, Tech. Uh, yeah, so. Uh, got some exciting stuff, and it certainly sounds good with uh, with what Simon Morris is going to be up to as well. So uh, look out for that. Uh, I think quite Simon's got quite a following. There's quite a lot of people know Simon. Yeah, yeah. So and he's got amazing sculptures and around a, the world. A lot of people like the sheer water computers. Yeah, yeah. Especially if you're a techie, you know. So We're a big fan that. as well. Yeah, yeah. Yep. You got your sheer water. Yeah, it's brilliant. How are you getting on with it? Yeah, really enjoying it. Really clear to see, and it does the safety stops, and yeah, it's just a, a very easy to use computer. Other dive computers are available, they of are. course, but hey, let's sing the praises of Shearwater. Well, we're both Shearwater customers. Yeah, okay. We oh, haven't got yours on. <laughs> yours is invisible. Uh, yeah, I've got uh, Perdix, and I uh, had that for a few years now. Yeah. Yep, so that will be out the following week. Yeah. So. If you are looking for a flask, can I just tell you, get yourself a happy bottle. Um, if you need one, you uh, the handles are extra, aren't they? Yeah, they're a five pounds. Yeah, a few quid. But if you need a flask, winter's coming. Go get to happybottle.com, order one, and uh, yeah, twelve hours keep your coffee nice and hot. Yeah, mine's still warm. Yeah. Use promotional code Big Scuba and save twenty percent as well. Yeah. So happybottles.com, brilliant. And then come in whatever colour you like, as long as you have black. No. No, you can have pink. You can have loads of colours. <laughs> Any colour you like. Yeah. So they're great for adults, they're great for children. So anything to encourage, you know, reusable bottles is what we Get rid like of that to plastic. see. Yeah. Yeah. Down with plastic. Down with plastic. Up with single use. Yeah. So happybottles.com. There we go. And you heard it there. Um, so thanks to Paralens. Uh, thanks to Shearwater, thanks to Mares, thanks to yep. the Reef World, thanks to who else? O3, Fourth Element. O3, Fourth Element. Thanks to very much to them guys. There's some news coming out. We are on tour next week, next aren't week we? Down from to Thursday. The south, yep. Down south. <laughs> with the Ford Nugget. Who's heard of Hands up if you heard of a Nugget. Uh, so the Ford Nugget is the tra Ford's version of the transporter yeah so it's basically a camper van so we've got the short wheeled version so it's got it's well equipped to um house four people i'm not sure we're gonna get everything in especially all your luggage <laughs> how are we gonna get all that in we will we managed to get everything in the car today so we'll definitely get everything in. yeah the so look out for that we are out on Thursday. Yes. I think yeah. the tour yeah. start. So, uh, yeah. so keep an eye on social media. We'll be doing a few lives here and there. Won't yeah, we'll we? be in the nugget. We'll do a whiz round. Guided tour of our little home. <laughs> why nugget? I've got to ask. Why, why nugget? We need to find out from Ford why, why nugget. But anyway, uh, they want to see whether we can break it. I mean, see if we can make it work doing some diving trips it's with it. It's a dive it. vehicle, yep. So, yep. Home on wheels, basically. Yeah, so look out for that. What could possibly go wrong? Any <laughs> experience? Yes. <laughs> but anyway, so that's that. Uh, we'll probably run on and probably more than what we should have done. Yeah, as usual. Would. Bit of a diving debrief, there you go. Yeah, but if you're looking for somewhere to dive, come to Stony tomorrow. Uh, visibility's really good, get, get booked up. And uh, yeah, there's some 
great fish to look at. Yeah, yeah. 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 Some, a huge swarm of uh, shoal of fish. Fish. <laughs> I'm not sure what sort of fish. Pike, we uh, saw some cray, crayfish as I well. Apart from the perch. Mm, yeah. um, so there we go. Oh, yeah. We've got. Anyway, right. Reception. <laughs> Reception must have gone. Almost came to an abrupt end, didn't it? So I guess it'll post. Oh, there it goes. Yes. So it's yes, it recorded. Yep. So just say thank you for listening and. Okay, so this is the Big Scuba podcast, and we're talking to Luke and Penny Evans. So it is a mother and son um, dynamic on the podcast for a change. So, so welcome to the Big Scuba podcast. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for joining us. We'll kick off with uh, Luke. So do you want to tell our podcast audience who you are, how old you are, and a little bit about your scuba journey, how you got into diving? Uh, Yeah, well, I'm Luke Evans. I am 14, nearly 15, and I've kind of been brought up um, in diving and around diving as my dad is the editor in the scuba diving magazine and I've just kind of been born in that like surrounding really uh I kind of grew up a lot around it when I was younger mm-hmm. I had to be careful of like not going in the garage because all the tanks were in there like, so if I knock them over I got really scared because they were open and that but I just, it's like a way of life really for me did you ever get tempted to go in the garage and just undo them a little bit to get that i just, just wanted to go and just play with it and just yeah. kind of <laughs> put it on and get in the water with it but i didn't really know what it was when i was younger but i wish i did well we'll get to your mum's diving shortly and but i think it's fair to say that diving is is totally in your blood isn't it you know i yeah. don't think you was probably ever set to make a a golfer so to speak i think you was always going to be a a diver you know diving's yeah. in your blood which is great definitely yeah so when did you first um, put on a tank and breathe underwater well the first place i dived was i did my sassy in bonaire and that was, oh yeah, the Cayman Islands, sorry. I, oh yeah, I did my sassy in the Cayman Islands where it's like a, it's the full dive kit, but you can't actually go down. They put loads of polystyrene in your BCD, so you can't go down, which <laughs> I didn't really like because my mum was dying with me at the time and she was in her normal dive kit. So she was underneath me and I kept trying to swim down and I couldn't because it kept bringing me up to the surface. So, and then in Bonaire, I did my SEAL team and they they actually let us go into the ocean. So that was my first ocean dive, which was quite like amazing. So that was really good. Yeah, yeah, and I bet it was well, obviously in tropical waters as well. That's a yeah. good place to start. Yeah, it's a great place to do it. Mm-hmm. It is, it is. Yeah. But he started snorkeling. Yeah, well, I started off snorkeling and then went on to like the sassy and then actually open water diving. Yeah. yeah. So where did you actually do your uh, 
so you did your SEAL team. So when did you actually start um, your qualification? Did you, where did you do your open water? I think I did, well, I did my SEAL team in Bonaire at eight, 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 at eight and a half. And then I think I did my actual junior open water at, I think it was 12, 10, mm -hmm. 12 or 11. And then I did my advance a couple of years ago when I was 13, I think. Yeah. 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 And did you do those in the UK or did you do those overseas? I did my advanced in Florida and I did some of my other courses in Malta and Grenada. Wow. But he did it half and half. So he did his pool work here in the UK with the UK. Mm -hmm. With Robin Hood Water Sports. Yeah, Robin Hood. And then I did the other half um, abroad in actual open water. So We wanted him certified with where Mark and I met in Florida in the Keys. And he was certified by an instructor that I worked for me when Mark and I met. So he was certified mm -hmm. where we met. Wow, that's really nice, isn't it? A bit like a full circle. Yeah. Yeah. So, so when you were growing up, um, obviously sort of getting into your scuba journey, did you hear lots of stories from your dad? Or? I heard quite a few. Some of them I didn't understand. Some of them I was just too young and I heard him talking with his friends about it and I was like kind of curious, but I have, I've heard quite a few, good and bad. <laughs> well it's a good way to yeah sort of hear both sides isn't it yeah 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 oh well that's really good so 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 your qualification at the moment so you're in advanced open advanced open water yeah 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 so have you got any plans to go any further at the moment or are you just um, up? i just want to dive at the moment i i would like to become a masculine dive but i don't really want to rush the courses so I'm just going to take it step by step do a few more courses like I think I've done my deep dive my wreck and actually no I, that's what I want to do is I want to do my wreck rescue diver course just like slowly progress yeah spend my time a sensible approach says you know you do get a lot of people do rush into these things and don't actually enjoy the diving you know <laughs> and just go from certificate to certificate you know, but it's good. It's, it's good that you know you you're really thinking about that and just yeah. taking your time and uh, don't rush. And uh, yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah, and well, so many of our guests have said that you have to progress at your own rate so, so that you're comfortable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's also a lot easier when you do a course, then you dive for maybe a week or so, or like even months, even years. If it depends, up to you. But it's just mm -hmm. nice to get that qualification. To like go from 20 meters to 30 or from like 10 to 20 it's just a big jump and you can do so much more like a range of different briefs and wrecks and yeah. mm -hmm. enjoy yourself with the qualification you have so Luke, do any of your do any of your friends dive at school uh i'm the only one in my school who dived i think <laughs> it was a six former who dived but she's left the school now so okay. i'm just one yeah. so are so, your friends curious about what you do you as a hobby? Some are, because I've posted a lot about diving on social media and stuff, and lots of people are curious, but like they just kind of put it as another like hobby in that. Sometimes if they think like more into it, they kind of like express how they feel and like yeah. that's amazing that you do that. Because I, um, for my GCSE, I picked photography 
and all these other people are doing like outdoor pictures. <laughs> I did a underwater photography shoot, so I was kind of the only one in my class who does stuff like that. So it's kind of of, like a one-off, which is kind of good. Yeah, that's really, really good. Yeah. So have any of your friends been tempted to give diving a go or? A few have been, but you just have to really encourage them. Yeah, yeah. Do you feel it's kind of unusual that people are not so keen to mm, consider diving? Yeah, it's quite unusual, but it's not that unusual where where like you live. Mm. If I lived somewhere abroad, then it would be like, why are you not diving? You live in such a nice country. The water's so nice. But I guess in Britain, it's quite like, there's not that much coast. Coast, coast. Yeah. If we lived, If we lived on the coast, coast, it would be a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so where's your nearest in inland water dive site? What is it, Jacken? Probably Vivian or Cape and Vivian or Cape and Ray, mm. which is quite nice actually. They're quite nice, close to us. Yeah, yeah, and obviously through lockdown, a lot has been exposed about UK diving and what yeah. we've got inland and what we've got on our coastal uh, areas, which is great because it's really highlighted um, yeah. UK diving. We also have a a, a holiday home. Well. I would say a holiday home. It's a caravan on the coast in Anglesey in Northern Wales. So he was raised there. So he's also, his first real experience was at, on our beach yeah. with Mark in British waters. And he loved it, didn't you? And mm -hmm. you snorkel and he dives to this day. At and in Anglesey, that's quite, and it also brought with a lot of like COVID and that, like you were saying before, it's brought a lot more people that would just go abroad. It's brought a lot more divers to the British coasts and like mm -hmm. inland sites. Yeah. yeah, and hopefully that will continue just because people have been exposed to such diverse diving around the UK. You know, it's not just, you know, sand and that's it. There's so yeah. much to see, isn't there? Mm -hmm, there is. Yeah. yeah. You keep doing what you're doing because, you know, um, you, you never know where diving takes you. Um, we, we meet so many people who, you know, once they've got their certificate, they go and do amazing things you know and uh, your friends will watch you you know when you get to leave and school and they'll be following you what you do and things like that who knows you, yeah. know, you might have you'll hope you hopefully you'll be inspiring other of your peers to you know follow your footsteps as well which would be really cool yeah well just yeah. to see how much i progress yeah so have you got any advice for kind of people that are thinking about diving that maybe haven't or a bit nervous about thinking well i don't know about this diving thing well just go for it it's like a one in a time thing it's never you don't really the, the only other feeling that i can think about is like when you're in space like zero gravity it's like just like that when you're floating in water and yeah um, most people are scared about like the like the animals and the sea creatures and just the feeling of being underwater but i feel that once you get in the water and you see all these things and like wrecks and um, like stuff like that, you kind of take your mind off of it and just focus on what you're seeing in front of you. Yeah. So just yeah. look for it really. That's the most advice you can give. Yeah. yeah, well that's true because you know, as me, a new diver, as soon as you kind of get a bit distracted about seeing a seal or something like that, it just takes yeah. your mind completely right. off. Yeah, the kind of thinking you're underwater, you're breathing. That's really helped you as well, hasn't it? Mm. Yeah, it has, yeah. 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 yeah, and I think any diver, as soon as you've got some kind of focus, 
say even on you know looking at a wet rock or something it just kind mm. of really does take your mind off it so yeah 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 it is mine a bit mind over matter but yeah it's that floaty feeling that is just <laughs> kind of yeah just amazing <laughs> Well, Luke's quite lucky he was involved in some stuff here uh, near us at a private school with the military where they were seeing what kids were very um, affluent or moving in that direction. They brought kids from all over the UK in a pool and they did a, like a space program. It was space and he was part of some of the underwater stuff. And it was really cool to see kids that had never been diving, but they could see him doing it and they yeah. relaxed, didn't they? When yeah. got involved well, also in that. another like reason why they were so relaxed is because the like program was he had to build a space station underwater. So mm. that took their mind off things. So like mm. loads of them were like in the shallow end, they were quite like flustered and like wouldn't really want to go deeper. But once they got in and like were building the like space station, they were like, they were so calm and relaxed. And, just helps get your mind off of it yeah something else yeah i think that's a real key bit of advice is just once you've got some kind of focus other than yeah your regulator in your mouth and yeah thinking about depth it makes a whole yeah. lot of difference yeah it does uh, yeah no that's really good so penny what's your scuba story <laughs> as a my, my story started all backwards um, I started diving in 97 on a, just a try dive in Australia when I was touring Australia. And then um, I moved to Florida and started running a dive center in Florida. And so I did all my qualifications off the keys and then met Mark and moved to the UK very quickly. And then because we were so involved in, uh, like I said, like Luke said, Mark was the editor of sport diver for 16 years and now we're involved with scuba diver um i just progressed to doing a lot more stuff in the uk so my diving went from very casual to a bit like that after meeting mark <laughs> and i've been very privileged to dive all things all over the world but there's still a few things i want to do when you um, took over the dive center, you know, how, how experienced were you? Because that must have been a right, you know, fairly big challenge for you. Not at all. I worked for a man, actually, uh, a lot of people probably know him. I worked for Captain Slate. Okay. He used to feed barracudas and moray eels and sharks. I was very lucky to be involved in shark rescuing and releasing and all kinds of stuff. I really was an open water diver when I took over the center. I, I was the manager. Slate still was the man and the hour, but I was just like plunged knee deep into it. Gemma, a bit like you, an open water eyes wide open but you just did it you just on your day off you went diving that's what yeah. you did yes. <laughs> <What a> life. <laughs> did it all backwards though i went from australia to the uk and we now dive off the coast uh, that's one of the things luke does a lot is in anglesey off triorda bay and some other bays Raymond point yep he does a lot of diving in, in the UK and we do test diving here in the quarry at Vivian. I've been in Vivian at February testing female drive suits when it's like three degrees. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. Gemma's got this to come. Yeah, no, it's been to dive in kind of, yeah, feels. Yeah. But it's worth it. That nice feeling of freezing cold water on your head. Yeah. 
seconds it hurts and then you forget all about it. And Mark, I was, I, I went down and popped right back up and I just went, I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. And the look on Mark's face was like, but honey, I need you to do this. We need to photograph this dry suit. You asked, you, you know, and I went, okay. And so I went down he said, we'll, we'll just do five minutes and take pictures. It'll be great. We ended up doing a 25 minute dive. Can I just ask, where was Mark at this stage when he asked you to do this for the team? Was he he in the dry? Oh, no, he was right beside me photographing. (laughs) I've done many a thing like that. We've played with a a 12-foot tiger shark off of Grand Bahama Banks. Just me, Mark, a scientist, and one of the hosts, yeah, it was fun. And we did two 80 minute dives. It was, you know, you just don't think like it was all exciting until you're sitting on the edge of the boat about to roll back. And I thought, what am I doing? <laughs> like they've chummed the water. There's fins everywhere. Fin. You roll back. There's like eight, seven, six foot lemon sharks. I'm like, why am I doing this? <laughs> but you totally forget. You get right into it. It's the experience. Same with Luke. We, you know, he's kind of been plunged into all kinds of circumstances it's the only way to do it though isn't it you know then yeah. just to crack on and get get involved isn't it yeah so talking like of marine life what's the most amazing marine life you've seen so far luke probably i'd say like the sharks so mm. sharks i haven't seen a tiger shark yet sadly um lemon sharks nurse sharks but in the UK, you like some things yeah. too. Reefs, tips, like black uh, tips, uh, all the sharks. Everyone loves a good shark. Yeah. Um, it's probably just like the most like amazing animals, like the dolphins and seals and things like that, because they're just so playful with you. Yeah. They're such amazing creatures. What about the big crab you saw off Truard Bay? Oh yeah, there's quite a few like British um like sea creatures as well such as like crabs and lobsters crustaceans they're really common but especially if you see like a really big like crab it's kind of like you've seen it before but you always go to have a look at it yeah yeah and they look so different underwater you've used to see them like you know on a shop display or something but when you see them actually like kicking and lobsters it's just like Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah pretty awesome yeah yeah so how about you penny uh some of my favorites are here and there. Uh, uh, one of the ones here is a conga eel. Like, oh. uh, you know, his eyes are so big and so black. And that's unusual, I think, here. Um, and dead man's fingers. But, I mean, the Red Sea has loads. And the Napoleon wrasse. And like Luke, all the different sharks. Sharks are our big, 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 big. But I've also been totally enthralled with a pygmy seahorse. I've been very lucky to see pygmy seahorses, which are half the size of my pinky finger. So the little stuff is just as fun. We, as a family, get just as excited by the little stuff as we do the big stuff. They're rare, aren't they? Mm. But even nudibranchs here, we get all excited about a nudibranch here in the UK. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. So when was the last time you both dived? I dived. Sunday. Oh, a week, yeah, like Sunday. Luke <laughs> was in the water on Sunday. Yeah, I went. So whereabouts was that then? Was it on the coast or in that? Oh, no, that was in a quarry. Cape, mm. Cape and Ray. 
Okay. That was when I took my photos. That was when we were doing the photo shoot. Oh, it's a good way to spend a school project, isn't it? It is, isn't it? It is, yeah. Testing. Poor Luke has to do testing, too. (laughs) He gets dragged in as much as we do. I do. It's an excuse gone trip, so you can't really complain. No. No, and if you enjoy it, it's just fab, yeah. 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 How about you, Penny? Uh, I, unfortunately, haven't been in the water since summer. Mm. I was in the water this summer at Anglesey where we are, yeah. uh, True Order Bay, the, uh, when we're taking Luke in the water and he was getting a lot more adjusted to his dry suit, I try and stay out of it so that he, dad can focus and they can focus together until is, you know, now I think we would start going up to Cape and yeah. and Vivian quite often now together mm-hmm. because he's, his confidence level and that is fine. Yeah. Cool. yeah. And it must be really a, very very special diving as three people together as a family it is yeah and it's kind of nice sometimes we just go as us three like when we're abroad sometimes the like the dive guys kind of know us and just like are okay with us joking, just going in as a family yeah nice, it? like yeah dive. it's really lovely yeah yeah before yeah. covid we were very lucky and one year we were invited he did his advanced in egypt in april uh, near Kazir and then in uh, July we went to Malta and he became a real wreck ferret like his father and a lot of other British divers and he was very excited about that and then Luke was invited to do Dive Grenada so in October 2019 we did Dive Grenada so that was his first real kind of island as a family so it was really cool to be able to yeah. have him come and experience what his dad and I have experienced for over 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. So has it been a bit of a journey for you, Luke, looking at dive gear and what to get? And or has your dad helped you along your way? Not really. I'm very lucky due to dad in the business. Most of my stuff is given to me as like a test or just for me to keep and for dad to use in photographs. So mm-hmm. I think I've had to pay for like a half of my gear and it's not very, the, it's not the expensive ones. So I'm very lucky. Yeah. Yeah. So what what is your current dive gear? Um, what do you wear, like dry suit at the moment? Uh, so I have a fourth element dry suit. Uh, sorry. And I have um, I have a Mara's wing with Hollis harness, with the Hollis harness. Yeah. That's, probably, that's my main. I used to have a Aqualung BCD, but I went to a wing because it's so much just easier to move around in and go through wrecks in a wing. <laughs> I have a pair of force fins that my dad gave me, his old ones, because he grew out of them. I have a Santo computer and a few other other things. What force fins have you got? I have the force fins, the one with the little wingtips, the wingtips. Oh, the accelerating ones. Yeah, the accelerators. That's what I've got. They're awesome. very nice. These ones nice. actually were made for Mark, so I don't. It, it, no, they are, they are based off the accelerators. Yeah, they are the accelerators, and he loves them. We're a force fin family, and have been. Ninety nine. So we just let. And it's not that we won't, because I have Aqualung, and you have some, but you've yeah. grown out of them. He had grown out of them, so we're just waiting till he stops growing before we uh, yeah. start. But I'm sure when we do fin tests, he'll be keeping his eyes snagging on something, won't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's really interesting because obviously, yeah, you are a growing boy and yeah, you've still got a way to go yet with, yeah. you know, like dry suits and yeah. Yeah, it's a second one. My second dry suit. already. So I had an Aqualong dry suit first time, and now I have a Hydra. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got Hydra. So yeah. very comfortable. They are really, really comfortable. Lovely and flexible. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's really good. So, yeah, and it's interesting what you say. You've gone from a BCD to a wing as well. Was that kind of quite a natural progression? Uh, kind of, because I dived all my courses in my BCD. I haven't done a course in a wing yet. Like uh, I, I did my open water in a BCD. I did my advanced to BCD. So, but it's so it's so nice diving a wing. Yeah. When you've been diving a BCD for that long. Mm. Very different. And it's better with your camera, aren't you? Mm. You're learning more movement because he's now starting to do more with this camera, and he's got quite a natural eye actually underwater he keeps pointing and telling dad where he wants where he thinks a front cover shot should be and <laughs> it's, it's mm. just quite a natural I guess it's like a plumber's son if he sees that every day then he'll naturally learn it yeah 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 well if you yes yeah, can see things through dad's eye that's a yeah a bit of a win-win isn't it yeah <laughs> Uh, so Penny, have you seen the diving world kind of change over from when you first started out to where we are now? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've been in the two worlds in that I was in the US. I'm Canadian, but I lived in the States. So I was in the US diving world for a few years. And now I've been here 21 years in the UK diving world. Yes, I have. Um, a lot more women are coming into it, which is a lot nicer. And the manufacturers are growing more with what women wanted. I was constantly saying, I want more than black. I want it to fit like for a woman. A women, women have different things mm -hmm. <laughs> to fit into a dry suit or a wet suit. I need you to make it different. Or, you know, the hoses, when we first did uh, Miflex hoses, um, I was very lucky to have the very first pink Miflex hose and it wasn't pink it was quite purple and they weren't happy so they changed it to a very fluorescent pink and now there's a whole range of colors but um yeah a lot more but the diving world has not changed in that it doesn't matter who you are what you do um what race you are what size you are anything like that everyone comes together on the boat, on the water, on the shore, and everyone gets excited. It's all, you know, excitement and new diver, really experienced divers. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's a very inclusive sport, isn't it? Mm -hmm. It's one of the only sports I ever have played and have been involved in where it is like that. And it's yeah. like that all over the world, not just here. Yeah, it's almost like a common language, one yeah. language diving. You know, it doesn't matter what nationality you are or, you know, where you are in society. It just is that kind of level. Yeah. Even if you don't speak English, I've been on boats where we're the only English speaking and it's still the same. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I bet. Uh, no, it's really, yeah, it's, yeah, it's just so, so true. And the more you speak to people from all around the world and from different backgrounds you just it really enforces it completely yeah. 
one of the things though is that we always said a lot of people were you know worried that we'd force Luke into doing it and we've always said if Luke didn't want to do it or wasn't interested it was fine with us yeah. we enjoy it and we would always do it but if it was something Luke didn't want to do we would never never ever force the issue I just always wanted him to learn to swim mm -hmm. my big thing was swimming lessons and making sure he knew to swim because mm -hmm. we have uh, our our ability to go to the Anglesey and to the coast I wanted him to know how to swim so but it's kind of turned out yeah. for the better yeah yeah do a lot of your friends swim uh a lot of my friends like go out on the water and swim and stuff like that like go out on boats jet skis jump in off rocks and stuff like yeah. that not a lot of them like actually dive uh, at Anglesey some of them want to there's interest so yeah, we're gonna Anglesey, yeah. work with that not swimming's yeah. not massively encouraged at schools is it like not no, like not it really. used to be which is quite sad and and swimming is a life skill isn't it it's one of the you know you learn to ride a bike you learn to do some of these basic skills and yeah. one of them is swimming but it's not that encouraged at school these days it's also very like useful in your future life and like for safety reasons yeah like. mm -hmm. And we're an island as well, which is absolutely nuts, you know, and we're surrounded by an amazing coastline and diving is, unless you kind of find people that are connected to the diving world, it's something you really probably wouldn't consider, is it? Mm. Yeah. We're, we're getting more into it. Um, this weekend coming up, Luke's involved. Do you want to tell them? In Cornwall, I'm an ambassador for... What is it called? It's diving the, Project Cornwall. It's the Diving Project Cornwall. Ah. It's getting over 400 kids or something oh like that. Underprivileged children in Under a year. Children, yeah. In a year's time are going to learn to dive. So they're working hard at trying Pretty to get good. people and children and, you know, the younger, the next generation involved in it because it is such a cool sport and it's an opportunity for careers and mm. all kinds of things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is what we say when we talk to so many different people from different backgrounds you know scuba diving is it but the way the different paths and the journeys go for their careers is just amazing it's you know it's medical it's conservation mm -hmm. absolutely it just opens up a huge huge world it's not just diving yeah, it, yeah. well look at that lady the lady we spoke to last week you know she um in her early 20s mm. she learned to dive saw an advert and basically next thing she's running a multi-million pound catamaran uh, yacht for some private people out in the in yeah. caribbean and yeah. just like amazing amazing life opens worlds here and all around the world and diving is pretty much available where there's water yeah yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There will be a scuba school, a scuba club, a scuba center somewhere. Yeah. I also think it's one of the one like sports that if you go into it, there's such a wide range of variety of what you can do when you like get qualified and what you can do for a job or yeah, like help out or something like that. It's just such a wide range of you could work at a dive center, you could work at a dive shop, you could work on a catamaran or a boat yes. or there's just science there's so much science involved with diving mm. like yeah marine biologist if you don't know how to dive and you're a marine biologist 
that's kind of one of the main things. I think uh, I think science is uh, particularly. I think um, there's going to be so much needed. You know, it's, you know, we, we every day we hear about climate change, don't we? Mm. You know, and um, that if you've got an eye for science and you can match that and par that with diving. You, you, the, the world's your oyster because it's mm -hmm. such a great thing to have as a background and, and you you know when it comes to science you'll need photography skills you dive and yeah. skills you know all these things all come into play mm -hmm. and the amazing career uh to have so as a four, 14 year old nearly 15 year old have you got kind of any idea of what your career path or kind of inklings of what you want to do or well, I know it's something to definitely do with diving. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah that's probably they're going to be going into marine biology or underwater photography. Or my end goal is to like run or own a, like a dive center yeah. somewhere abroad and run like boat trips and things like that. Yeah. Not to like, like retire. That's really special. Yeah. Just to know that it's in you and yeah, you've got that kind of path set. So yeah. Yeah, just shows how passionate you are about it. So yeah, you must Mom's be proud, Mum. Mum's quite happy about that. Yeah, <laughs> there you are. Yeah, I'm going out. <laughs> yeah. Mum thinks it's a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, to keep it in the, you know, to keep the diving spirit alive as well. That's just uh, yeah, really special. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, really good. So, so as a mum, have you got any advice for mums out there that have got children that are maybe like thinking they want to get in the ocean or they maybe want to try? Well, I know I was, um, I had to stop diving when I fell pregnant, which was very difficult. And, uh, but I'm glad it was a great sacrifice because we got this one. It was only nine months. Oh, no, it wasn't. <laughs> nine, ten months pregnant and then, uh, well, yeah, it was 18 months because I went to the doctor and got literally to the day that I could dive, we went diving. Wow, that's good to hear. Eight months I was cleared to go diving and we literally had to take him with us and uh, I had to show the world out there that it's okay for a mom to go diving. And he was with a nanny at a hotel and he was happy. I was happy, you know, so it kind of was like that. And then grandparents came with us for a while, which they thought was fabulous. We dove, he was being played with and that. But one of the things I've always said is make sure your children swim. But yeah. snorkeling is a big thing. Learning that, you know, having a mask learning to have that feel and the snorkel in your face and to see what's under the water i mean you know we're so much uh part of an ocean no matter where we live mm -hmm. you know even as a canadian i was a water baby and you know in a lake and the ocean wasn't that far away so um and learn and educate yourself. Uh, a lot of people terrify when they find out that Luke actually dives and that we take him and put him in the water and aren't I scared of sharks or something attacking him? And I always say, that's not really true. And you know, there's all these, we do a lot of education every time we, we are even out, not diving, just out and about with people, Yeah, don't we? And just, I always say, 
get yourself learning about the ocean. Sharks will swim away, not attack. I said we always say vending machines kill more people in the That's world. True. Sharks. <laughs> that is true point. I was thinking exactly the same it's thing. Quite weird because like different hobbies, like with your friends or what like, you with your friends, like what did you do last weekend? It's like I went into town with my friends or I went on holiday to Barmouth and then I turn around and say like, oh, I went to the Caribbean and Dove for a week. It's like, it's like they don't know who really understand like yeah. how much of a big deal that is and mm. like, how lucky I am to do that. Yeah. And equally, it's kind of the environmental and obviously Ian said about climate change. It just is so, so important. That is like 70% of our world, the water, and people are a bit like blasé about it, aren't they? Yeah. Well, and I think there's a lot of things that people are trying, like I know uh, Cameron who, uh, you know, did uh, Jaws is trying very hard to stop it and make it. And that's why we often send them up here where we are, where we live, we have Blue Planet and they do a mm -hmm. great education on sharks and, um, we try as much as we can to talk about all the cool things that happen. You know, mm -hmm. you don't, you don't say, Oh my gosh, don't go on the freeway. Don't go out on the highway. Don't go on the motorway. That's right. You, know, you don't, you know, and I always, they always go, Oh, I never thought of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just kind of putting things in perspective, isn't it? And yeah. you know, wow. sharks are not there to like rip our arms and legs off. No, and they're they're just amazing, amazing creatures. And it's just, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, everyone could see the like the good parts and like the great parts and amazing parts of the ocean and not all the bad parts yeah i wish everyone could go diving at the same time and just feel that experience of what it's like to be underwater with things around you and people around you and just that experience and feeling yeah 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 and to a budding videographer and photographer here <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, that, yeah, it's just, you know, so, so important that you just appreciate the underwater world as, as yeah. well. It's just, a, yeah. yeah, yeah. no matter whether it's, you know, in a lovely Caribbean kind of environment or whether it's in, you know, one of our amazing inland yeah. waterways. In, in yeah. an inland waterway or out in the ocean, like I, I often tell them to go slow, go with the agency. There's lots of good ones out there, but the kids don't start out in the ocean and nobody does. Mm. You start in a pool yeah. and you're nice and calm and you're relaxed and you don't carry on until you're comfortable. And then you move sometimes to an inland site so you can gain your experience and there's nothing else to interfere with it. And then you can move on. Mm. It doesn't have to be this like, instant you're in the ocean and you're no no nothing underneath you and you're jumping off a boat no that that doesn't have to happen like that no no it's all step by step and you know and then it's like getting in the water around the, our coast and diving with seals and that's just kind of magical look at the fun that we had at the far island yeah four yeah. meters mm. and that was awesome wasn't it absolutely yeah. amazing yeah he hasn't done it yet. It's been cancelled a couple of times for him. But I've been to the Farne Islands. He's supposed to be going to Lundy. But people I've met, and this is something that not everyone realises, that we all talk about nice warm water and all of that. But people that we've met around the world in the warm water just think it's amazing we get to dive with seals. They just think that's out of this world that we can go to <laughs> Scapper Flow and that we have so many cool wrecks off our coast. They just, they're blown away 
at yeah. how and what we have because they don't. Yeah. 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 And even for like just open water divers, you know, there's so much accessible, like, you know, I'm not advanced yet. And yet the Farne Islands is, you know, well within your reaches. Yeah. And it's just, and you get to dive with signals. Yeah. I mean, and who gets to do that? I know. <laughs> it's just like... nobody else in the world, really, because in South Africa, you don't want to be with the seals. <laughs> no, with the sharks. <laughs> <laughs> Too many big other things there. <laughs> you yeah. know, and it's murky water, whereas here, we're kind of lucky to have them play with us and hang out. Yeah. Yeah. So, have you got your Lundy trip? Is that booked soon? You're going to. It's, it's been cancelled twice because of the weather two times. So, I think yeah. it's going to happen next year. Next year. Something to look forward to next year. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, maybe you get a couple of trips in definitely. So, yeah, yeah there's Lundy, the Farne Islands. Yeah, there's plenty of opportunity. Well, we said maybe we'll do the Farne Islands. We're not sure if we'll do that first. And Which, we'll see how it goes from now until next year. Yeah 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 well yeah you definitely can you you can't knock uk diving it's just yeah no, no. Best. and like i said through the winter it's one of the few places in the world where you can do inland diving if the coast is blown out like yeah. as a canadian everything freezes unless you want to do ice diving no thanks um i do want to do it once but um no whereas you know here if it's blown out on the coast it doesn't mean you can't dive yeah. yeah exactly yeah so just talking of ice diving is that on your bucket list Luke uh there's a few things on my bucket list that is one of them yes yeah so my dad's bucket list as well he hasn't been ice diving either family dive yep it's one in Iceland isn't it uh, the famous one sulfur yeah. yeah it's um where you can touch the two continents mm -hmm. yeah that's one of the things we want to do because one continent is mine yeah, yeah. yeah. but uh no i want to do ice diving in russia yeah there's yeah. so many places to do ice diving in russia alaska yeah yeah one of our bucket lists which is odd because a lot of people think oh but it was just be something to do to say it's different i've done that and it's weird to think that you're under the ice instead of on top of it mm, i just really yeah. want to see like like the light shining through it and because i've seen those pictures and videos of people ice diving it just looks like out of this world really yes, yeah. yeah so what else is on your bucket list luke uh there's a few things great barrier reef is a big thing that mm -hmm. i want to go see and dive before it will die sadly mm -hmm. that would be it I'll, I'll get to it before that happens uh there's some big wrecks i want to do e ever since dad's talked about um the thistle gorm. That's one of the main wrecks that got me into diving, actually. It's the 80th anniversary of it sinking today. Yeah. Dad's talked telling me about that. I, I'm quite into, like, my military things, so any, like, military-related wrecks I really like. And the thistle gorm is, like, one of the most, like, it's just so cool to see all that down there. And it's been down for a few, like, uh, like a long time. So there's lots of coral growth and mm. sea creatures and everything on it. So uh, there's a few aircraft carriers I want to go do that Dad's done before, like the Ariskany and the Bikini, the one in the Bikini Atoll. Okay. Oh. Aircraft carriers. <laughs> <laughs> you got some trips, but <laughs> there's a few other simpler ones, but that's the main things are just wrecks and the Great Barrier Reef. That's like everyone wants to dive on the Great Barrier Reef. Yeah. 
That sounds yeah. like you've got an eye on the tech route. Yeah. <laughs> not if not not if he's under mummy's roof, not for a while. <laughs> I think he just is a bit of a wreck ferret like his father. Scappard Flow is also another one in Scotland yeah. for both yeah. of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's really accessible, isn't it? So yeah, once you've got your advanced qualification. Yeah. And he'll definitely go back to Malta where the wrecks are in Malta. They're very easy to get to and mm-hmm. very yeah. wonderful. And it's an easy trip from here. Yeah. 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 So, have you got anything else on your bucket list, Penny? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I have loads. <laughs> one of my biggest things is i want to dive with the giant octopus off of vancouver oh wow that's one of my big 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 things because that's (laughs) big at home in canada and i either in uh it's either in norway or in the great lakes i want to see the ships that have still have their sails there's a couple of old ships that still have their sails (laughs) and as you dive it's just like it's sailing across the bottom of the lake Oh, I heard of that. That must be amazing to see. Oh, they're over on the east coast in Canada, and we have uh, there's some really good guys, Canadian guys, that often come over here during some of the shows over the years from Nova Scotia, and oh, just listening. Uh, it's just something you would never see anywhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Is that because they're so well preserved? Yes, because yeah. the water's so cold. Yeah. <laughs> so the actual sails are still intact. They haven't degraded or anything. It just looks like, you know, one of your clipper ships from, you know, the 18th century still sailing along the bottom of the water. It's amazing to see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So those are kind of my things, my big things. And and whale shark. I haven't seen a whale shark yet. So that's mm-hmm. kind of my big thing. Big thing to do and see. I mean, I'd still be happy just plodding around in Cape and Reed too. <laughs> Which is brilliant, isn't it? You know, it's yeah. good that you, you that you are. You know, you, you it sounds like you've dived at you know some of the best places in the world, and it's still great that you get just as much enjoyment from jumping in somewhere like that as well in the UK. That that is lovely to hear, actually. To be fair, and uh, it's out there. I want to be one of my goal is to be one of the oldest female scuba divers. I'm aiming for ninety six. <laughs> why ninety six? Give the know, number I picked out of the air. My grandmother <laughs> lived till she was 97, and I have a great aunt who was 102. So I think I can aim for diving till then. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah absolutely. So I got a lot more to do yet. <laughs> How big are these octopus? Giant octopus are huge. Um, we have a friend who's been doing it, and he said the scariest thing was his arms were down and they wrapped their arms around you, and he was looking at him. No and way. one and pulled his reg out wow. <laughs> watching him. so he was lucky enough to pull his arm out and was able to get his regulator back but they are huge they are massive they can be eight nine ten twelve feet long i've only ever giant. i've only ever seen one octopus and that was on the uh, the deck of the thistlegorm and <laughs> And it was, I, honestly, I could have watched it for hours mm. and it had three fish around it. And uh, one was a lionfish and these other two fish were in between the octopus and the lionfish. And everywhere the octopus went, the lionfish was trying to get it. Yeah. And it kept changing colours to mimic the colour of the deck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And honestly, it was, we were just like watching it. And uh, I've told Gemma about this before, you know, yeah. and, 
and it just then gradually went away. It weren't that big, but to see an octopus, that's just like in yeah, you don't practice. get them very big where we are either here in the UK or like in Egypt. We've had a baby octopus and its little eyes come out and watch you, but in Canada they're massive. They and you know they're very, very, very inquisitive. Mm. I think octopus is one of the one creatures that you could just sit there and watch it for a whole dive and you still won't get bored. Yeah. That's what me and my dad nearly did on in Grenada and Egypt. We just sat and watched an octopus for half the dive. Yeah, they're awesome, especially how the colours change and it's just like, wow. This and is they're very intelligent. Yeah. Very intelligent. Yeah, and you're in their world. You're alien to their world, and you're just like this, like view on what they're doing. Yeah. It is just really special. Mm -hmm. Well, one time the one that we were watching it, it there was like it was in a rock, and there was two holes out of the rock, and it obviously had like a tube because it popped out one side and then came back the other. And then one time, because it went, it kept going back and forth, and then we just waited at the one hole, and it went up, and we went to the other one, and it and it went halfway through, and then went the other way. So we would keep looking at the hole and, it's, and we turned around and it sat there looking at us behind <laughs> us. Yeah, it is, yeah, just so intelligent. Yeah, it's just uh, amazing. Yeah. yeah, so it's just great to see the marine life underwater, Where, wherever in the world, there's always life there to see, isn't there? Even when you're in an inland quarry, you can see fish. Yeah. Or crayfish, yeah. Mm. But even here in the UK, as the tide goes out, you do see the anemones and things. But mm. as you see them underwater, they're completely different. Yeah. You know, and the seaweed. It's a it's like walking into a room and then moving to a different room, but it has all the same furniture, but it's painted and it's, you know, it's just hard to explain because we spend a lot of time with photographs and video because people will say like our family and that. How big was that? <laughs> say, oh that was huge and they go really <laughs> or we'd say oh that's really tiny oh <laughs> like they just can't get perception sometimes yeah so it must be really fun when you've all dived together and you're coming back in the car and you're just like talking all about the dive yeah it is that's kind of like especially on holiday which that's when we go back to the hotel and if there's a big group of people that we know from maybe other magazines or different like last time we went, we went to Grenada and it was, mm. we had uh, people from another magazine, there was people from a podcast, there was a whole, another whole family there diving. So it's nice to kind of like talk about what you saw and what they saw and yeah. uh, talk about the dive that you had. Yeah. Yeah. And to share it with your family and friends is just, mm -hmm. yeah, very, very special. Because yeah. that was probably one of the best bits is that we had a lionfish hunt and then on the last day we had a massive barbecue on the beach of Grenada and then that and then the night after that we all went back we all went back to the airport and went home but that was like an amazing last night because everyone was there every every dive center that we had been to from Cariacou and Grenada they were, all came together on that night there was about over like 200 people there well, um, like-minded with diving so it was really cool for Luke to see that match and that many and it it was also governments involved the tourism mm -hmm. board and things like that so it was really cool for Luke to see mm -hmm. that level of involvement and excitement and he was quite lucky he was the youngest diver and he bought and he was got the largest lionfish <laughs> <laughs> yeah so what they like to eat they're actually quite nice they're very, very nice. I love them. Yeah. 
yeah. really sweet. They they did ceviche and then they did like fish and chips. And they did like a lasagna. lasagna. And you cut it, it up. That was very nice. It was it's excellent. They do it all different ways because they're trying to get people to hunt them in yeah. in, in yeah. the Caribbean and make them part of a, a kind of a, a delicacy. And they've taught them how to cut the spines. We were actually doing that. They were teaching Luke how to hold it with a glove and cut the spines and everything. We I would I would eat lionfish every day if I could. It's mm-hmm. lovely and sweet yeah. and wh- white. It's a white, very meaty and sweet. Yeah. yeah. The only sad part was that I was the youngest person there. I think the other youngest person was maybe 20, older than that. <laughs> it's very hard. It's not hard, but it's like it just gets you into the right mindset as yeah. like being around adults all the time. And yeah. you do see a few people, like younger people diving, but it's mostly adults and just yeah. change really. And that's what we really need to see change isn't it to get some more youngsters just like you and yeah. to see that passion you know and what possibilities are there for when you if you dive young and then that opens up these career paths it's yeah just, yeah yeah so, we're so. working on it with the next generation in the magazine yeah. a lot of a lot of um charities are getting involved in things plus we're pushing a lot with dive centers to try and encourage with the schools around to do try dives and maybe uh create some charities that help kids that couldn't dive but show uh, parents that you know our usual sport isn't the only sport out there that children can get involved in and it's safe and it's fun and they love it yeah yeah, and you know, just from hearing Luke, you know, you're, you're having time of your life. It's just like, mm. yeah, and you know, it is accessible to everybody. It isn't, mm. yeah. So, and that is the main message to try and get across that it is accessible. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, even if there are teachers listening to this, you know, just get people out there to their local dive centre and get a try dive and scouts. Mm. Uh, the scouts often organise yeah. trips yeah. to new uh, liverboards, uh, liverboards, um, try dives. Well, and maybe with this thing in a dive project Cornwall, if it goes well, we'll try and do it all over the UK and see if we can't get yeah. some on the south, east, west, north coast. You know where we are. We're landlocked here in Shropshire, but is where we live. But um, uh, we almost live half of our life out on Anglesey in Wales so it's not like there you're not close I mean what is it in England even in the center of England which is Stoneley you're only 70 miles from yeah. the coast well that's nothing no. especially no. to a Canadian 70 miles is it's a couple of hours drive that's it exactly and to experience what we get to experience and you don't even have to go to the coast you can go to your inland center which is not always 70 miles away exactly. you know an hour an hour and a bit it's nothing yeah so it just shows diving is an absolute breeze so yeah. you just got to yeah embrace it and get get into it mm-hmm. get wet get wet <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So as a family, if you could go on a liverboard anywhere, anywhere in the world, where would you go as a family? Probably the Red Sea, Egypt. Northern Rex Safari. Yeah. <laughs> I, I get outvoted. <laughs> or to the brothers or something like oh, that. Brothers is you're too young for no. brothers. The, the, there's two. One would be a Northern Rex Safari automatically, all the way. Um 
And the other one I would do is, and he hasn't done it yet, but he was a baby who did come on board when we came back, was the Bahamas uh, Aquacat. It's absolutely lovely. They go out into the Exuma Park and the boat is great. They're good with kids. They're good with people. They're great with families. Mm -hmm. So I, I would do that one, but the Northern Rex Safari, these guys want to do right yeah. away. <laughs> We're doing that in October next year. And, um, yeah. uh, be, uh, when I did it a couple of years ago, it was so many firsts, you know, like yeah. driving off, of, um, you know, different things. And uh, that'd be brilliant for Gemma as well, you know, to do, these different things well the northern rec safari Gemma is one of the best in that you don't have to be I was a bit worried because Mark's a real rec ferret and I thought I'm not that keen about the engine room and you know, <laughs> you know I'll go if you insist but there you can go outside inside the wrecks aren't the only thing you do the reefs are great mm. it's just beautiful all around Oh, yeah. and easy, yeah. easy. boards a lot of people don't understand. They're very relaxed. You can get away and have private moments. And for families, you know, it's safe for the kids on board. And especially the Egyptian crews, a lot of them work away from their families and not only are supporting their family, but others. But the boys are great. They just love the kids. Yeah. They love him all the time. Yeah. I never see him half the time. Well, <laughs> another good thing is uh, in Egypt, you don't, have to go that deep to see no. really like nice colorful fish and corals and stuff like that like you 20 meters and above you still see sharks and poundfish and puff fish, everything that you would like want to see on a dive is in that kind of depth range yeah yeah and that's great to hear you know as a youngster you've got your limits and you know you know that you're going to have a great time mm -hmm. And you're not going to feel like you're limiting those with mm. you. And same with you, like Jem being an, a, a new diver, you don't think, oh, am I going to, you know, make everybody uncomfortable or am I going to hold anybody? No, nah, we're as happy in five meters and 10 as we are in 40. Yeah. Like, and actually it's boring down at 40 because there's not much there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, that's what yeah. Yeah, people say. It's dark and it's just yeah. like, yeah, Sharks and stuff. Sometimes Mark and photos and blah blah. I'm like, let's go, let's go up. I want to see. <laughs> and with him, we can't at the moment. So it, it, like we say, I love it in the top 25 meters. It's the yeah. greatest. Mm -hmm. yeah. All the life is. Yeah, and great photo opportunities as well if you're into photography. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So much to see. That's where I learned my fish when I first was diving with Mark. Is I would memorize three fish. I would go look at the book. I'd remember their names. And when I went back down again, I'd say, right, that's a, and a, a and a, a, and then I find one more and then yeah. I come up and that's how I did it for the first three years, how I learned all the fish. Yeah. Good way to do it, no? uh, Yeah. You just like build up your own diving encyclopedia, don't you? Mm -hmm. okay. Now it's COVID, I'm probably going to have to work on it even harder. So that's my <laughs> big excuse why we have to go diving. <laughs> Yeah. why not so um as a family if you could take three people diving with you and uh, can be from past or present uh, or even non-divers who would you take mm, i'd probably take my great uncle steve because he is kind of the one who started the spark of like diving in the family because he's the one who 
taught my dad how to dive when he was how old was dad when he di- he dived in his first dive in Angle Sea was with my uncle. Probably about nine. <laughs> nine or ten. He kind of started off the passion, and then the other two would probably just be two of my best mates from my school. Mm. Like so, just to let them like see and experience what I do for a living and what I do like when they when I can't come out with my friends on my bike like this that's this this is my excuse to go diving so you're supposed to be out on his bike right now (laughs) (laughs) or on on Sunday he was diving this weekend he has to dive so his friends aren't that impressed (laughs) but I'm sure we're going to work on that and get them because they're old enough now to Mm -hmm. probably get busy and get yeah absolutely yeah so maybe you can make you know have a diving weekend and get them doing their try dives and yeah just have a fun weekend and I know as adults, I'm sure we're all thinking, I wish my parents were like, <laughs> you know, diving. But kids, yeah. it's just kids, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So what about you, Penny? Have you got any? I have a couple. My Both my grandmothers were very influential in my life and they're both gone. And I would love them to be able to come and see what I do now. I was, I'm a very odd Uh, situation I was born in the bald prairies and we were I was a farmer and water was the last thing I probably would have done we had a lake but the lake was pleasure not work so doing what I do and what I've been very gracious to do and do with my family I would love those two Mm -hmm. um the other there's two not three um because I think they would be a scream is either Robin Williams or Martin Short because he's Canadian um because they'd be so fun at the intervals (laughs) <laughs> you would just have so much fun underwater as you would above water so mm-hmm. yeah. good choice yeah very good yeah so you, yeah we just want to have fun when you come up and under the water as well so. and we yeah. try and share it i i can't even count how many people i've got involved in diving just from being as excited especially as a woman Gemma. it's just saying it doesn't matter you're not going to drown in fact everybody goes i can't swim i always say you don't have to swim you got to sink actually <laughs> you don't you don't swim you sink but anyway you know and just getting like kids involved and all excited we have a funny story about Luke he um because he's been so involved and watched it since he was little when he went to the uh Bonaire he was doing SEAL team and he was quite young he was just eight to do the SEAL team and uh they start in the pool and it was him and about six other kids and Mark and I happened we wanted a photo shoot because we were doing it for the lady that was doing it. They do a kid's sea camp and that's something else I want to try and start, get started over here is, um, so they were all around the pool and she said, okay, we're going to start putting our equipment together. And yeah. she turned around and Luke had everything together. <laughs> she went, oh, Luke, we're going to do that step by step so the <laughs> others can share and how to do it. Luke's like standing there going, well, I'm ready. Are you? <laughs> yeah, let's jump in. Yes. He's just seen it so many times. Yeah. Brilliant. Uh, yeah, no, it's good. But like you say, it's getting more girls into into it and show that it's not scary and, you know, it's just, yeah, just go and have fun. And it can be glamorous. Mm. It can be very glamorous. You know, a lot of people say, what do you do for a living, Penny? And I say, I'm an underwater model. 
And they go, what? I'm five foot one. I'm slightly overweight. I'm round faced. Everybody's like, you're what? <laughs> yeah, I've been an underwater model for 21 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's exactly. But you've just got to have fun with it. And uh, yeah, just come up smiling. So, mm, Enjoy. There's loads. There's too much camaraderie. And women are getting into it. There's a lot more going on out there these days. Yeah, yeah, and if it's even um, people free diving, that's more popular now. So that is kind of a natural progression into scuba diving. So yeah. just getting people underwater. They say yeah. snorkeling. Yeah, yeah, snorkeling as well. Yeah, or even just paddleboarding because it's just getting people on the water and yeah. just appreciating. The mobile phones down and getting out there. Well, and that you're not frightening, like Luke learning to show pictures, you know, how yeah. cool it is underwater and that it's not this, you're going to drown and some big shark's going to come and eat you alive and none of that's going to happen. You're so busy. I always say, you're so busy looking at stuff. Yeah. You forget. Yeah. Like Luke said, you totally forget. And all of a sudden you think, oh, dive's over. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And time just goes so quickly underwater as well, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it just whizzes by. And so it's the closest thing to space that most of us will ever get because yeah. it's too expensive to go up to space, but I can do it every time I dive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is, so many people you speak to, it is about that weightlessness and that floating kind of feeling. And yeah, yeah. So you're an underwater astronaut, Luke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Luke, if you could have a billboard that would be out there for the whole world to see, what would you put on it? It could be a statement, it could be a picture, it could be a video, it could be you doing a dance, but something to get a message out there that you're passionate about, what would you put out there? It would probably be like a picture of a coral reef with fish and sharks and every type of sea creature that you would normally see. And then it would just be, don't be afraid of the oceans. That's it. Very simple. Okay. Yeah, really good. Really Powerful good. message. Yeah. How about you, Penny? Well, you said earlier, seven tenths of the planet is water. So uh, mine would be, again, uh, a water scene, either with seals, depending on where we are and what you want to do, but say it's time to protect it, to explore it and learn from it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And there's still so much to learn, isn't there? Well, sharks don't have cancer. They have an ability to cure themselves. And, you know, octopus grow legs, starfish regrow. Um, there's so much, you know, that's there that we haven't even, I mean, how many species do we not even know anything about yet? Mm. True. Yeah, yeah. And so much unexplored seabed as well. Yeah, that's yeah. very widely said in like the diamond community and every, everyone to do with water is we've only explored a certain percent of the oceans and we have no idea what, what else is out there in the oceans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and you're going to be, a, yeah, so, and you know, like the likes of Luke are going to be a pioneer, hopefully in, you know, furthering that exploration as well. So, yeah. Hopefully. And it's up to us to help move them forward and for us to make mm. younger kids and people aware that that garbage they throw away or whatever, you know, we don't want it in the oceans. Yes, that yeah. plastic bottle is not a good idea and all those things that how it affects everyone and yeah. every animal, especially the waters. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's more meaningful once you do get under the water, you realise, yeah, that powerful feeling and the pull that it gives you. Yeah. 
I think uh, David Attenborough has said it many times about engaging the uh, our youth and children and getting them on board because the, that's where the future lay, isn't it? Mm. You know, and uh, it's good that you know, Luke, that you are so passionate about it, and uh, you know, mixing that with diving—that's that's brilliant. Because mm-hmm. as like younger people are more impressionable and um, yeah. easier to like tell, uh, like tell stories to, and like help with your future generation. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Um, yeah. No. You've, yeah. You've, you've done a great job, and I think you know there might be people listening to this that might have some questions for Luke, and you know if they're not, you know, we'll, we'll see what we get. So yeah, it'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, you're a real kind of you know youthful ambassador for the ocean. That's really great, and yeah, especially as your mum is right behind you as well, and your dad. It's great. Mm-hmm. It's helpful. Very helpful. He's the one that's picked it up and done it. Like I said, we we had the opportunity to do uh, the kids sea camp and we thought we'll see how this goes. But like he told in the beginning, the sassy unit is a surface air. And we went out to the stingrays and he got so angry. I was on the surface in all my gear and Mark was below taking photographs. He spent half his time bent trying to swim. <laughs> down like that he got so angry that he went back to the boat and said that's it I don't want to be in the water anymore until I can dive mm-hmm. <laughs> he was just <laughs> not happy meant to be in the water yeah yeah and we've never pushed and that now at 14 almost 15 it's it's his his to drive now mm-hmm. we're just you know spectators in this situation yeah. happy that he's involved and mm-hmm. get as many friends and people and things mm-hmm. involved as yeah, we- that's the way to be yeah, no, it's really good. So, how many log dives have you got, Luke? Uh, I've been kind of slacker with my log dive, so um, I think I've got no, fifty. Well, no, 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 you're sixty-eight. No, no, fit log dives. I've yeah. got like fifty-eight log dives. No, he's about sixty-eight, close to seventy now. Yeah, dives. Dives. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Keep those logs. Yeah. Yeah. Quarry <laughs> ones. He doesn't always do his quarry ones. <laughs> Uh, that's another thing we need to look at is kids don't write them they want to you know app it so there's definitely something out there for these kids to get more involved you know creating an app that's Mm -hmm. easier or something yeah well some of the dive kit like shearwater have got an app haven't they ssi have got yeah yeah and even what you've seen and if you're taking photos you can upload Mm -hmm. those so you know that's another way to get people Mm-hmm. or children or youngsters involved they yeah. can do it all on their phone so yeah, they're all they yeah, think yeah. it's cool none of this writing in their log book i like a book <laughs> Me too. It's so nice about the book yeah. i'm old school but yeah yeah. They don't do, you know, it was it was always a battle when he first was going for his open water and his advance. We'd say, you have to do your log. He's like, oh, can't we just upload it? <laughs> you can't. Yeah. I've still got, you know, I, I don't buy the sheets. So I don't just use the sheets. I, I actually have the books. I know it's probably an expensive way of doing it, but there's something nice that you can go to the shelf, you know, and pull out the, the, the book and thumb through those pages and see, right, this is what 
we did last year or something. I know. Yeah, that's what Dad had. I've got a book as well. Well, Mark and I just pull out the magazine. Yes. Everybody goes, where were you in such and such? I go, just a minute. I'll go to the shelf. I'll go through and go, oh, we were. <laughs> oh, yeah, we were in the Flying Islands then. I don't get the same thing from looking at an app. But, you mm. know, I just. Well, you've got it, haven't you? When we've been to the Flying Islands, you've gone like two years back. And so yeah, I just uh, get books. I love them. But these guys don't. They're on there and they're flicking and they're snapchatting and they're instagramming and this is the future this is yes. how they want to die yeah. so we kind of got to work with it don't we yeah we've got, got to embrace it so yeah that's a yeah and if, if that works then and if that encourages more people to show diving is really easy you don't need to sit and scribble your log out then just upload it and Luke is quite, quite exceptional that he's had the opportunity that to come with dad and mum and do on yeah. on the assignment he's been pulled out of school which is not good but he's had to do reports on the way home and uh, at when he's arrived home and things like that but yeah. it is definitely a broader environment he, I think he's one of the ones that does loads but even here in England just to go to the quarry on a Sunday afternoon it's great yeah the best type of learning really yeah, in the classroom is actually going out and learning off of a dive. Or I think one time they took me uh, took me out of schools was I was going to do my course. I was going to do my wreck and like fish identification course, something like that. We we're going on a trip somewhere. Egypt. Yeah, we went to Egypt. Yeah. 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 Um, so does it inspire you, kind of, when you're sitting in the classroom, like in a maths lesson, knowing that you've got to work hard at this, but you're going to get the benefit of like diving? at the weekend it does help it does help yeah. i think that well i'm doing this so just get through the lessons and then have that to look forward to yeah 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 that's good you've got to work hard to get out the end yeah, yeah. do what yeah. you want to do yeah. what do mum and dad always say balance work hard play hard, play hard. yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> that's a good way to finish <laughs> Yeah. yeah, no, that's really good. So if anybody wants to um, know a bit more about you, do you post a lot on your social media, Instagram? Uh, if if we've got yeah. anyone just to... Post follow. a lot on my Instagram, the Scoop Live website. I don't post on there, but Dad posts on there. It's yeah. Loads of ways of contacting us. Okay, and what's your Instagram uh, tag? Uh, I think it's like Luke Evans 2006. Okay, all right, we'll, we'll pop that on. And, and yeah, so if any like-minded youngsters want to like see into your world and yeah. get inspired, then that's I'll try and text back as soon as I can. Yeah, great. Okay, well, we'll put that in the show notes of the podcast. Yeah, and Penny, if we've got any mothers out there that want to encourage their children to... And have any questions, I have been, uh, you know, uh, sitting 32 weeks pregnant on a military boat in the channel while Mark does a charity scuba dive across the channel. So he was even on the water when he wasn't born yet um, and have done it from top to bottom. We've flown, we've been, uh, his first flight was 12 hour flight to uh, Mauritius and left with the nanny and I was he was only eight months old so you know they feel free and they can email, email me at penny at scuba diver mag.com great 
Yeah. And Penny spelled P-E-N-N-E-Y. And they can email Mark to Mark, the editor of Scuba Diver Mag. You know, I always say he's in the same house. We'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, no, that's really great. So we'll put those um, links in the show notes and uh, people can make contact. And I've, I'm sure you will have inspired some yeah youngsters out there. And yeah. yeah, we'll share it with some relevant sites. Yeah, we've got young divers as well. Brilliant. Yeah. So it's really if they have any ideas for us and anything they think would help get them going too, please feel free to send them to Luke or to Mark and I, you know, via the scuba diver mag because we're always looking for new ideas, new things, you know. Mm -hmm. And it's always good to hear what's going on out there. Yeah. 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 So Luke, as quite a new, well, I'm a new diver. You're, you've done more dives than me. Have you got any advice for me? Well, just like every dive you do, enjoy it and like take everything in. Don't rush anything to do with diving. So that's like anything from going from ascending, descending to like just your courses. Like I said before, mm-hmm. just take your time, enjoy the dives that you're doing and if you need time off of diving you can always go back to it and nothing nothing will change yeah yeah Yeah. great advice really good well done yeah 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 and penny have you got any advice for those more experienced souls out there (laughs) not even uh beginners i love beginners they're great because they remind the rest of us why we got into diving and that to have that giggle and even to this day after you know over 21 years of diving I still have that like <gasps> excitement or if I get on a boat I think oh am I going to put everything together right <laughs> stop and center and think oh yeah don't put your regulator on upside down and you know it, we all have that but um just like Luke said just enjoy every dive they're all there is going to be the dive that doesn't work where your mask fogs up and your fins don't work or I've had I've had a squeeze where my whole body was black and blue (laughs) modeling (laughs) and uh, you know I just thought you know what but I saw crayfish and I got to do this and I was underwater so it's okay just enjoy it like he says every minute is great you know, everyone always wants to know our favorite place or our best dive. It's too hard. There's just so many. Every dive is a great dive. Yeah. Yeah. No, very true words. Yeah. 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 Well, it's been great to have you on. You've really, really done well. Really, really well. Thanks very much for your time. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, and you know, come back on again because you know it's yeah, great well, that you kind of inspire people, and you know, we'll really try and get some interaction from our listeners as well from, yeah, yeah, from the youngsters as well. Yeah, and what it's like, you know, if anybody needs help with how to fly with children and who takes what, and like the Aquacat will take little wee children, and and they mm. just bring on an extra staff, and they tow a thirty-eight foot boat that they go off and do uh beach combing and all kinds of stuff so it's you don't have to be a diver yeah well it makes it all inclusive for the you know every like dynamic of a family as well so and i found in the last say five years particularly um go ahead in the last five years um i noticed that a lot of children were diving and it was the child that started diving and the parents and siblings followed yeah. it was like a 12 year old 
pushing that they wanted to dive, they wanted to get involved in one or other parent had no choice, <laughs> got involved in it. And yeah. uh, there's a lot more of that going on these days than there ever has been. I've ever seen it. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, well, that's another way. It kind of makes it two-way, doesn't it? You know, getting little yeah. ones involved and then little ones influencing their parents and brothers and sisters. Yeah, um, yeah. no, really good. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. So yeah, thank you for your time, Luke. And yeah. thank you, Penny. That's really good. No worries. Thank you. Anytime, anything you come up, you want to ask, I'm sure we'll get involved. Yeah. Okay. How to have a domestic underwater. Mark and I are very good at that. <laughs> Luke was learning this week how to communicate underwater, how hard it was to decide what he was going to do in a photography. And then when he went in, it didn't quite work and how he could communicate to his dad and, you know, the other divers, what he wanted to do, you know, it's learning how to communicate. Mark and I are hilarious. We can talk across a room anywhere and nobody knows really what we're talking about. It's because we can communicate underwater so well. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. It's got, yeah, it's got other benefits being a diver as well, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's a whole new language. <laughs> Good and bad. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's been really great. And, you know, uh -huh. super big thank you for your time. It's been really great. Yeah. You're yeah. welcome. Thank you. And let's hope this gets more and more involved, hey, babe? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's Excellent. been brilliant. Thank you very much. Yeah. You're welcome, guys. Good morning, everybody. This is the Big Scuba Podcast. It's early o'clock and... That must be my co-host at the door. Let's go and find out who it is as another big scuba adventure is about to start. If we can find the key to the door. Oh, that's me dropping the keys. Let's see who it is at 7 o'clock. It's... Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? You all right? All right, yes. You yeah, ready for another scuba adventure? <laughs> we are, yes. Right, let's go. <laughs> I've always got that feeling that I've forgotten something. Well, I think I was driving and thinking, but I even wrote a list. A list? <laughs> you know, like a dive checklist. Right, okay. Well, just to make sure I've got everything. Regulators. Socks, pants. <laughs> Spare clothes. Spare clothes. <laughs> Intended to get wet. <laughs> well, you never know. Got to plan for these things. Yeah. At least I remember my thermals this time. Yeah, that's pretty good. I've got my bottles on and my tops in the back. Socks. Okay. Jono. Yes, got a job. So it sounds like we've got everything. Let's get out bunging it. Yes. So it's, uh, what's the time? Half past seven. Half past seven. And uh, we are on our way, Gemma's driving, and on our way to Stony Cove. Yep, we're on the A14. Yes, another <laughs> big scuba adventure beckons. Um, so thanks for downloading this episode. If you are listening to us for the first time what do we talk about we talk about diving really free diving scuba diving Any fun under the water and on the water yeah our oceans and the 
people um, connected to our oceans as well. Yeah. If you're wondering what the noise is, because we're driving along and we are recording this with Zoom. A Zoom. With microphones, again. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, um, we talk about diving all these things and we get people on to come on and talk to us about their diving and what fun things they've been doing explorers uh, biologists conservationists conservationists people connected to companies that have uh, supply gear for divers as well so yeah uh, all those sort of people we, we, we like to see what different avenues diving takes people down and uh, through this time of us nearly 100 episodes we've yeah. kind of found a, all these different ways of different what different routes people have gone down with diving yeah with their interests and their passions and even their careers as well so it just shows diving opens up so many corridors and so many yeah areas for people to pursue yeah and so coming up on this episode we are talking to Penny and Luke Evans yes who are wife and son of Mark Evans who's very well known uh, editor-in-chief of Scuba Diver magazine yeah and Scuba Diver magazine is a worldwide publication so uh, very popular but we talk to yeah a mother and son partnership yeah we wanted we wanted to do that and uh, see how they um, how their diving relationship goes with you know because uh, we haven't had a mother and son on before have no, we? we've had father and son before um, that went really well with Rob and uh, Michael Thomas so this is just another way and obviously Luke's quite young he's only 14 nearly 15 so it's interesting to see how he's pursued his scuba journey and he's got a really good sensible head on him and uh, talks really well you know he's only 14 uh, but you can see that he's generally really you know passionate about diving and you know, it gives you you're here. He gives Gemma some really good advice, uh, and you thought, wow, yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah, and the main thing that comes out of it, he hasn't been pushed into being a scuba diver by his mum and his dad. It's just been a natural thing, and you can tell that by his passion. Yeah, really come cool. on, you know, if if your if your parents love diving and really love you know passionate about it, are you actually going to think? Mm. This diving lark, that's great, but actually, I want to be a golfist. Well, it happens. It I happens. know it happens, but you don't need to be pushed. You don't no. because you're gonna. That you can't hide. If you if you really love a sport and love that activity, not just that the social side and everything that comes with diving, you're not gonna go. Oh, actually, I don't want any part of that. You know, because you see, you, you see the enjoyment on your parents faces yeah and I think you, you know, don't need pushing into that because you you can see it. You, you can't hide that yeah. and as soon as any most people 99.9% of people as soon as they put a mask on and look underneath the water whether you're just snorkeling mm. you're going to go hey you know, I want to see some more of this uh, yeah and I think you know this just comes across that his path or he's paved his own journey really yeah. Absolutely, and uh, that comes through. So, yeah, listen to that. Uh, also, you know, th- we want to say thank you very much, you know, for anyone who does support us and make these things possible. Um, just today, you know, we we, we got to thank Mares, mm-hmm. 
uh, fourth, fourth, element. Pa- fourth element, O3, Apex, Apex Parallels, Shearwater, you know, we work with some really great companies and, uh, you know, they uh, help support make these things possible and um, over the time since we've been running, we've had some lovely patrons as well, we've got to say thank you to them as well, so, yeah, it's uh, been great. yeah. but, but, you can uh, help support us, yes, financially by the Patreon system. But a free way, just leave us a review. Wherever you're downloading this, whether it's on iTunes, Spotify, Entail, wherever, wherever you get, leave us a review. And, uh, you know, that help us get found. And tell, don't forget to like and share. Yeah, and tell your friends. Exactly. So uh, that's that. Um also, I uh, need to just say, you know, there's been some really good things on social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's seen some great posts, and uh, there'll be more about that later. But what are we going to? What are you? What are you home to do on your diving today? Uh, we're going to hopefully fit three dives in and get a bit more depth, probably about sort of 12, 15 meters. See a few new attractions in Stony Cove that I've not seen before. Compass work. Compass work, buoyancy work, and yeah, just general. Have a good dive. Do some compass work and uh, uh, do some work on that, and check working on your buoyancy. Make sure you're nice, nice and level in the water. Yeah, I'm going to do it all in dry suit today, so semi dry has been put away for the the season, and that will be out next summer. But you're maybe going to try your semi dry again today. Yeah, I'm good. The first two dives have been O3 dry suit, and then um, I just wanted to see how much weight I could shift on my uh, on the ballast side of things so <laughs> um, well usually I've got 10k in for my dry suit uh, I think for my semi dry I could get down to maybe a bit less maybe down to 8 so I just want to just check so uh, uh, find out where my limit is on that so uh, that might do for my last dive yeah so, yeah, just be an easy last dive yeah e- easy last dive not particularly deep and uh, be a nice one to have a, uh, a pinball about around Stony and uh, go see if there's any pike about. Yes, yeah, hope you can see some life and we'll see some familiar faces around Stony Cove. Yeah, so if you're there, say hello, the f- we'll be hoisting the flag. Yes, flag seat on board. Right, catch you all later. <laughs> so, we want to say thank you very much for downloading this episode of the Big Scuba podcast. Um, that's been our roving reporter. From Stony Cave. From Stony Cove. So we hope you've enjoyed listening to uh, Penny and Luke uh, talking about their diving. Yeah, and if you've got any questions for Penny or Luke, then uh, DM us on our social media or send us an email, thebigscuba at gmail.com. Yeah, and we'll forward them up. Yeah, because yeah, uh, obviously Penny's very keen um, to hear from any mothers that have got sons and daughters interested in diving. Yeah. And obviously if you've got any questions for Luke, if you're a youngster or you've got children of similar age, then yeah, drop us an email and then we'll pass the questions on. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's it. So, uh, but I think uh, Luke is certainly one to watch for the future. Definitely, yeah. yeah so. Which is great, isn't it? You know, so uh, that's what we need. Uh, in fact... We were talking to Carl at Scuba Libre today and he was saying about the amount of young people here. That are learning to dive, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is really great, isn't it? Yeah, it's exactly. Let's face it, when you look around, you know, the average age is what, 45, 40? 50, middle-aged. So we need the Men. youngsters, we need... 
Sorry, there weren't many girls here. That's all. No, it's just no. no it's been very quiet. So, uh, yeah. so yeah, get more girls diving. So there we go. You heard it from Jen. Need more girls diving. Definitely. Yeah. So. All right. So uh, thanks for the download. We'll see you on the next episode. This was the Big Scuba Podcast. Episode 95. Oh, don't forget to like, share and tell your buddies as well. Yeah, yeah, and talk to us. Any questions, let us know. If you've got any questions for Ian Divemaster or any questions for Jem, new diver, then pass them our way. Yeah, all right. That's it. I need a cup of tea. Time to get our gear off. Yeah, certainly. So to speak. Right. Thanks, guys. See you on the next one. Cheerio. Thanks for listening to the podcast. We are not affiliated with any agency or organisation and all opinions expressed in this episode are our own and those of our guests. If you wish to make any comments about this episode, then please do contact us via email or our social media platforms that are listed in the episode show notes. Alternatively, you can send us a message or voice message via WhatsApp on the Big Scuba Bat Phone and the number is plus four four seven eight one zero. 005924. We will always respond promptly and thank you once again for downloading this episode.